The following is a paid program and is meant for educational information only and is the sole opinion of today's sponsors. A full inspection of your situation is suggested before taking any action. From home repair to remodeling, this is Making Your Home Great. All right, Making Your Home Great is an opportunity for you to call and get some expert advice from the people who've come by the studio. We're live on the air, 919-860-9783 is our telephone number. Got three experts here. From Streamline Services and the website, guys, there's there's a couple, but what are we using now? Uh, you can find us at SmileTeamNow.com. SmileTeamNow.com, and you're going to find that on the side of the, the vehicles that you probably have already seen. Welcome, guys. Jerry Carnell, he's our electrician. How you doing? I'm doing great. How about yourself? Good. Chad Woodworth is our plumbing expert for today. Chad, Hello. Hello. Thanks for having us. He's an expert. Charlie Agnew's got more experience than the two of them put together. I'm just older than the two You're of them. You're just older, together, probably. He's got more experience in life. He's the HVAC guy. So if you've got a question about any of it, I'm going to start with Jerry because I've identified something that I don't know. And that's the best, you know, you start with what you don't know. You're going to ask a question. I got these things, these outlets. In my kitchen, they flick off for no good reason. Now, I got them in the garage, too. All right? I'm told there's some sort of safety mechanism. What are they called? They are actually called GFCI, or Ground Faulty Circuit Interruptions. All right. Now, you got to slow it down for me. GFCI. CI. Yes, sir. Ground Fault Circuit Interrupters. That's correct. All it means is I can't run the toaster twice. <laughs> Correct. Yes. Yeah. That, I mean, basically, basically, what it is is uh, anywhere near water. So all of your countertop circuits, things yeah. like that, have to be protected by a ground fault circuit. Have I got to have that in the garage? You do have to have that in the garage. Because this is the thing. I'm going out for a nice cold beverage in the in the garage, and no, the uh, cooler, the refrigerator is shut off. Right. And the, the best thing you can possibly do if you have a refrigerator, deep freezer, anything like that inside of a garage, instead of actually using the existing ground fault that's there, yeah. is to put in a dedicated circuit for that. Because not only does a ground fault circuit or ground fault GFI that's in the garage operate or protect the other outlets inside the garage, yeah. it may also protect the outlets on the outside of the home. And nobody's protecting the venison that's right. inside the freezer. That's right. If unbeknownst to you, you definitely do not want to lose that. I, I mean that I know people have had that happen. You know, thousand dollars of meat happens a lot. So I can't eliminate those things, That's, can I? No, you cannot eliminate that. The only the best thing you can possibly do is if you have a ground fault uh, receptacle in the home. Yeah, we actually have an upgrade for that. With it is an audible. So if it does trip, it will sound a little alarm. That way you actually know, hey, I've lost power to whatever it is that I have power going to, whether it's a deep freezer or refrigerator, because a lot of times yeah. people put the refrigerator in front of that one ground fault receptacle and you cannot see it. Yeah, so you, you have can. no idea it's tripped right. unless you actually open the door. Okay, so here's the th- I mean, I always ask why, mm-hmm. because frankly, I got to know why. Because these things kick off all the time. They do. They, Why? Because they are a constant protector of the other outlets that are attached to that ground fault. So it's essentially having another breaker in the home. Yeah. It's basically what it is. So it's constantly protecting. It's, it's, it's constantly being 
uh, uses a protector for each one of the receptacles that it is downstream from it. Okay. If that makes now, sense. you got to understand, I descend from people mm-hmm. who 150 years ago put pennies in the Behind circuit the box, yeah, the I, fuse box. The funny thing okay. is, is that 100 years ago is still around today. I can go to a fuse panel right now, and I'm going to find a a solid copper penny usually behind. And the for fuse the panel. for those who don't understand that w- what that is, you've got a fuse that's mm-hmm. basically a big, heavy light bulb kind of thing. Basically, it's a, got got glass inside. It's got mm-hmm. a piece of metal across, and it's supposed to blow the fuse. Correct. If something bad happens, mm-hmm. people would just put a penny in that's behind right. it. The Which reason why they would do that, the reason why they do that, because if you look at a, a light bulb socket, yeah, you have that little prong at the top. I'm yes. not going to get too technical. It's just like a little prong at the top, right? Yes. So if you tighten a light bulb too much, it will push that prong up. The light bulb will not make good contact. It'll okay. flicker and everything like that. So that's what happened with the fuses. Yeah. So people were tightening or over-tightening the fuses yeah. uh, back in the day, and it would push that little prong so far back where the fuse would not make contact to send power back to whatever branch circuits it was going to. Or whether it be lights or receptacles throughout the home, but so my they people, would add the penny. Yeah, but no, my people were just too cheap to buy another breaker. <laughs> right. Okay. Gotcha. They they wouldn't buy another fuse. Right. Okay. So they put a penny in there mm-hmm. and tighten it down. Tighten it down. But this ground fault thing mm-hmm. that I'm having so much trouble should it click off? It will, a lot. It will actually, over time, start to get more and more sensitive because, like I said, it is 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It's constantly protecting whatever is on the opposite side of that. So can I pay you guys to replace those with newer ones absolutely. that aren't going to kick off all the time? You absolutely can, but you have to remember it is a breaker of source. If there's an issue down the line, it's going to tell you very quickly. It's, what kind of supposed, issue could, it could I have? Be, it could be anything from a, another broken receptacle down the line or chain of command through that. Yeah. Um, it can be a wet receptacle, um, anything. It could be anything. It, see, it's funny because sometimes I tell stories and they're not current stories. <laughs> My story about the the breaker going off, that's like five years. Five years old. in a row. We've all, no, no, no. We've, we've already had it figured out. We've already had it diagnosed. Uh, apparently, there's what, three wires in behind my, you know, there's three wires in electrical. There's the ground, and then there's left gonna, and right, or whatever it is. Correct. Yeah. There's going right? to be your. There's going to be your hot, your neutral, see, and your ground. See, this right. is this is. I'm not the expert. You're the expert. You well, tell I, me if I'm I wrong. I just claim to be the expert. I'm not 100 percent the expert. So, left and right were reversed in my house. So you had reverse polarity. I did. I did, and they were all over the place. Now we figured it out one day that we knew that something really bad was wrong because somebody unplugged an extension cord, and it. Blew the, I mean, dark all over the Mm -hmm. outside of the receptacle. That's our first indication that life was wrong. Correct. That's yeah. That's that's number one indication. You definitely need to uh, get one of our expert experts over to your home. But you guys are here to talk in part about maintenance, and I'm going to kick it over to the other guys because they're getting lonely here. (laughs) Chad Woodworth here is to talk about plumbing. Is there, I, listen, man, I turn on the faucet and I get hot water or I get cold water. Tell me I got to main, maintain it. Tell me I got to do something in between that. I mean, I'm, I got water. That's what do good. we need from you? Well, water's good. It's a necessity of life, so we like to have water. Is there any reason for me to have you come out and maintain? Absolutely. Like um, what? Having an expert in your home and just, uh, 
doing a thorough evaluation and giving you recommendations on things that, that we find. Um, you know, not every average homeowner knows exactly all the components of their plumbing, electrical, or heating and air system. Yeah. So having an expert come out and really do a thorough evaluation, make sure everything is in tip-top shape, and we're not going to experience any issues down the line, um, you know, preventative, or if we happen to find something that needs attention at that time. Um, just really good to have someone you trust and an expert come out and take a look at your entire situation. The outflow seems to be an issue in some places I know. The water's coming into the house just fine. Other things exit the house in a more slow manner. Um, the toilet's not flushing the way it should. What could that be? Well, it could be numerous issues. If it's just isolated to that individual toilet, I would assume probably that you have an issue with that toilet itself. Um, if you notice several drains acting a little slow, you may have more of a serious issue as far as a main drain. Um, you know, all your individual branches will eventually tie into a main. Yeah. And then that main could, I mean, we've seen, you know, separation out in the yard, tree roots. Um, you know, that would be more of the serious issues. But if it's one individual fixture, probably more than likely that fixture or something going on with. It's funny. If we have new homeowners, this I didn't know. I totally didn't know. That main drain, guess who owns it? The homeowner. I do. Absolutely. I do. I do. A lot of people just think, you know, you flush. It, it belongs to the town as soon as I hit the, the the flush. As soon as I, or as we say in this season, as soon as I vote, as soon as, <laughs> as, soon as I push the handle down, I assume everything out there is theirs. But it's not. No, absolutely. Uh, the homeowner is uh, responsible for that drain line um, going out to the, the city tap. So. And at some point... Isn't every house going to have to have some work done in that direction? Yeah, inevitably. Um, you know, if you have an older home, we see a lot of our older homes in the area um, piped in a cast iron for a main drain line. Yeah. Um, you know, rule of thumb is we're seeing about 50 to 60 years before it really starts to become an issue. So, um, okay. you know, part of our preventative maintenance is our guys come out, we throw a camera down the line and do a good visual um, inspection of that sewer line and see what we got going on, make sure there are no unforeseen issues. And What do you see? I mean, what are you looking at when you look through that pipe? Uh, you're basically just seeing the inside of the pipe, making sure that there's no tree roots or, um, you know, things growing inside of it, no separation in the pipe. Uh, cast iron a lot of times will just literally crumble and really kind of disintegrate at the bottom. So, when you're trying to flush solids down the toilet, you get hung up on a, um, Amen. a yes. separation or uh, you know an obstruction in the line, and <laughs> just ends up causing issues. Uh, I'm always deliberately house. vague about that part, <laughs> but yes, if there's a tree growing through, that's an issue. Absolutely. All right, very good. Charlie Agnew is part of the HVAC branch at Streamline Services. How you doing? I'm doing great, Dave. Hope you are. You guys busy? Yeah, uh, we stay busy pretty much year round. So yeah, we're fortunate. Does it does it pick up at all because the weather changes? Well, it, it obviously does when the, you know you have peaks in the weather. The demand the demand type calls where the no heats and no ACs will pick up. But we stay busy doing doing preventive maintenances year round for people. Um, so we, you know, weather um, we just kind of have a saying: weather makes our, our it helps our business, but it doesn't drive our business. Yeah, the um, the whole concept that you know uh, when the season changes, I'm going to start running now. The air conditioner and the heater, 
in the same day. Oh, yeah. Um, I can get an expert piece of advice from you. When you got to make it colder in your house, do you tell people you're going to turn the air conditioning up or you're going to turn the air conditioning down? You're always turning the air conditioning down if you want to make it colder. If you want to make it colder. That's right. All right. See, I'm going to ask the plumbing guy about toilet paper, whether well, you roll it's, it's over just like, or under. It's just like in plumbing. People will say, I have a hot water heater. You, know, you have a water heater. You don't yeah, need, water, if it was not... already hot, we wouldn't need to heat it. But. All right. So so in these days when we're running both, mm-hmm. right, am I taxing something uh, greater than I ordinarily would? Well, runtime is going to be runtime, and depend upon the type of system that's in the house, whether it be a heat pump or an air conditioning air conditioner with a gas furnace. You know, it's just runtime. It's basically like putting miles on a car. Okay, the more yeah. you run it, the more miles you put on it, the more often you need to, to do service to it. Yeah, um, there are parts and pieces in there that have a lifespan. You know, every every part and piece on a piece of equipment has a lifespan. So, you know, anytime you're running it, you're using up some of that lifespan. All right. When we come back, I'm going to have you do a public service announcement for folks who have moved into the area from places where it's cold. Okay. okay. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. There's heat pumps and there's furnaces. Right. And I have the slightest idea what one looks like and what the other looks like. Can you walk me through that? Because a lot of people have bought homes in this area. Right. And they grew up in furnace weather or boiler they, weather boiler weather right. they don't yeah. know what they don't know what they exactly. have and they don't know how to maintain it sure only because who does that exactly. who does that only people who who do well these we guys do, do. smile yeah. team yeah. Smile Jerry and Chad and Jerry. Right. you guys are called the smile team that's right, that's right. the smile team. See, every time you say it you smile a smile you smile yeah. right. every time you say it streamlined services i'm gonna smile all right Call us up, 919-860-9783. If you've got a question about electrical plumbing or HVAC, this is Making Your Own Great. Making Your Own Great. We invite experts in and take your phone calls, and that's the way it works. Streamline Plumbing, Streamline Services, the Smile Team, right here. Jerry Carnell. Chad Woodworth and Charlie Agnew. We're talking to Charlie in just a moment, but I got to got to pick up on the line with Skip in Raleigh. Skip, thank you very much. How you doing? Hello, Skip. Can you, there you are. I hear you beautifully can, now. Can you hear me? We jiggled the handle on the phone, and now it works perfectly. What's your question? Um, so I can barely hear you, but I'm going to work on it anyway. Yeah, go ahead. Um, so uh, uh, somebody there knows something about electricity, I'm thinking. Yes. Yes, sir. Uh, Jerry does. So, uh, so I've been in our home 40 years. We built it new in 1980, um, and everything works perfectly. <clears throat> but I'm, but like other things in the house, I'm wondering if there's any uh, professional maintenance that should be done to the electrical system. Is the circuit breaker breaker box still solid, uh, anything you'd recommend that's, that a professional would come, take a whole look and say, yeah, everything's awesome, or you need to fix these three things before the house burns down. So, yeah, we, we can obviously go through the entire system of the home. We check, uh, it's, it's, you said 40 years? Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, so 40 years or whatever. So you could have, you could actually have a mixture. You could have aluminum wiring. You can have a mixture of copper and aluminum wiring. And what we'd actually do is we'd go through and just check all of your, your 
all of your devices through the house. Uh, being 40 years, I seriously doubt you have any safety devices like the GFCI protection. You may have seen anybody's done any updates there. Um, but there yeah, are we, we do we have do. Uh, we have GFI protection, not arc fault protection, but right. GFI correct. And that would be a, another great uh, a great thing to have throughout the home is definitely arc fault protection, um, especially on an older home like that where it wasn't required back back then uh, per code. Um, with the arc fault protection, that would that would protect anything through the home, um, and basically with a house of that age. Um, you know, even even added uh, whole home surge protection or anything like that. I mean, we definitely take and uh, pull the cover off the panel, make sure that the bus bars are, are fine, make sure they're not overheating, make sure there's no pitting on them. Uh, if you have an outdoor main breaker panel as well, we do the same thing, especially if it's 40 years old. I mean, there's definitely going to be some, you know, mileage or wear and tear on that panel, even though a lot of people don't realize they have one. That sounds great. So it's just a phone call. Come see me, and that would do it. Phone call away. We can have an expert right at your house. Oh, we got to. Oh, we so we got to get him the telephone number. Yep. The easiest. The easiest telephone number you can actually remember is nine one nine five nine eight one thousand. Five nine eight one thousand. Thank you, Skip. Appreciate. It. We also got. Also got Stan hanging on. Hi, Stan. Welcome to the program. You're on making your home great. What's going on, Stan? Good afternoon, Dave, and good afternoon to your guests in the studio. Yeah, there. what's up? I was listening to, I believe it was Jerry, the electrician, you know, discussing the, the ground fault uh, circuit interrupters. Yes. And uh, I think it might be possibly a good, uh, uh, I, w- I was listening carefully, and I didn't hear Jerry say anything about the, the uh, when you, when you, one of the GFCI trips, that this is something that the homeowner might be able to do to save a lot of, uh, you know, whatever, but to look for the light, I know, I, he said that it might be covered up, but he never mentioned that there was a light that would illuminate, and that would be your your main GCFI that protects all the other ones. Did I miss something, or did, uh, did he bring that up? Yes, you did. He brought it up in complete detail, Stan, and you just missed it. <laughs> I'm kidding, Stan. I don't think he did, but that's no, all right. I, is I did he right? not. He is correct. The reason yeah. why I did not bring it up is because some of your older or some of your today uh, a very cheap GFCI or ground faulty circuit interrupter, they do not come with a light. Oh, so really? I don't want to get somebody used to looking for a light when the actual GFI has been tripped um, because that would just get in their mind. You know, they got to look for that either that red light that's, that's, that's just shining or anything like that because some of them just do not come with the do light. Do some of them have Two lights. Some of them have a green light and a yeah. red light. Green light lets you know it's functioning properly. The red light lets you know it has tripped. Um, but like I said before, if you have that refrigerator in front of it or deep freezer or just a, a shelf going across the wall and it trips, you're never going to see the light. So You'll never see it. You'll never see it. That's <laughs> that's why we actually offer, when, when we come to a situation like that, one of our experts will come out there and you have that refrigerator in front of that GFI or that shelving in front of it and you constantly have an issue, you have no idea it's there. You know, we will we'll you know give you the uh, option to put in what's called an audible GFI, which when it does trip, it sounds an alarm to let you know, hey, something's going on. You know, I did not that I did not know that that was going to be available. That is a very good idea. I yeah. want a pre-recorded one. I want it to be like Mike Raley's voice saying, <laughs> "Your power has gone off." Please. All right, <laughs> Stan. Thank you. <laughs> thank you very much. Enjoy All right, take show. care. <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> Telephone number 919-860-9783. All right. Charlie Agnew is going to tell me what I got outside my house. 
It's a square box. It provides me heat and cold. Okay, you just have one box outside. Just one box. Then you would have a package unit. I have a package unit. could be a gas pack or yeah. it could be a package heat pump. Okay. It's all in one box. All uh, right. What? And it provides me cold and hot. That's possible. Because yes, I sir. didn't have to buy two. Right. I didn't have to buy two, so I just got that one. Now, do people have furnaces in this area? Yes, sir. We have people with furnaces. We have people with just heat pumps. We have uh, we still have some boilers in this area. We have oil furnaces, gas furnaces. We have all kinds of different things. Yeah. Um, you guys do them all? We can take care of anything you need on the residential side of heating and air conditioning. And I, the strongest recommendation I could give, if you move to this area and you're not sure what you have, um, just give us a call. Let us come out and do an evaluation, and we'll be happy to walk you around and show you and, and educate you on every piece of equipment in your house. i got to be educated about this one thing that goes wrong, uh, you know, every year or so, but not always. They come out and they say, well, Mr. Alexander, um, it's frozen up right now. Said so my air conditioning is not working. Mm-hmm. You're telling me it physically frozen up. Right. What is that? Well, it's a couple of thing, couple of different things that generally cause an air conditioner to freeze up. Um, most most of the time, it's going to be low on charge, low on refrigerant, or yeah. what most people call freon. Um, it's going to be low on that. And with after having conversations with you earlier, the age that your system was, yeah, um, you probably had some leaks in it. So it was probably did. leaking freon. Once that freon gets below a certain pressure level, um, the temperature of that freon drops as well. And yeah. it gets below freezing. It freezes the water on the coil, and we'll, and then it will continue to freeze up. All right. We're going to talk more with these three guys. Hopefully, I, I'd love to hear from you. Call us up at 919-860-9783. Jerry Carnell, the electrician, Chad Woodworth, the plumber, and Charlie Agnew, the HVAC expert from Streamline Services. Making your home great. FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. Dave Alexander along with Jerry Carnell, the expert on electrical stuff. Hey, Jerry. How's it going? Chad Woodworth, our expert in plumbing, and Charlie Agnew, who you just heard from, about HVAC and who was on the commercial that was just just on? Who in the in the company was on the commercial? That was Miss Mary. Miss Mary. Mary. Hey, Miss Mary. Very <laughs> glad you're here. Uh, listen, uh, Chad's going to talk to me about plumbing, and I had a specific question. Tankless water heaters. I like this. I like the idea that we can – now, it's too late for me because my teenage girls have left the house. But can you save me some money on a tankless water heater by not reheating that same water again and again? Is that how this works? Absolutely. A uh, tankless water heater is only going to fire up when you ask for hot water in your house. Yes. Um, whereas a traditional tanked heater, whether electric or gas, is right. constantly going to be heating, cooling, heating, cooling. So tankless will be much more efficient. Um, also, the life expectancy is much longer. Now, the sad part is that while it's more efficient, it becomes less efficient if the people using it know that they always have hot water. I'm, I'm not – this is not an industry description. This is Dave Alexander saying as soon as you tell the girls they're never going to run out of hot water, you know something? Those, th- those showers become 25, 30 minutes long. Well, the good news, okay. Dave, is that 
those showers increase, but when you get in the shower afterwards, you're still going to have hot water for your shower. See, there you go. That's it. That makes sense. There's All a right. positive in everything. Now, <laughs> the tankless water heater itself, is that a, a large initial invent- investment compared to the tank? Compared to the tank, yeah, it is a little bit more of an investment. Um, but I will say manufacturers are really pushing towards tankless. Um, you know, they're investing their their money in, in making tankless the future of heating hot water or heating water. Um, so what we've seen is the actual cost of a tank heater has gone up pretty substantially as well. Um, so tankless just, is a little more of an investment, but long-term, well worth the investment. Really? Yes. Okay. All right. Tankless. Now, there are there options where I get the hot water really quickly? When I say really quickly, I'm, I, you know, that hot water heater of mine is nowhere near where I want hot water. Okay, so I turn on the hot water, and eventually I'm going to get hot water in my house. Does the tankless water heater need to be in the same location? It doesn't necessarily. Um, we move a lot of water heaters that are a tank style that's in an attic, just yeah. a ticking time bomb waiting for disaster. <laughs> um, we, we tend to get them out of the attic, and we'll put an outdoor tankless. Um, and we typically like to locate them next to either the kitchen or the master bathroom. How big is this? Uh, it's not very big. Looks like a small, like electrical panel on the outside of your house. It looks pretty neat and clean. Really? Absolutely. So it'll just look like some sort of industry box out there. It's going to look professional against the. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. Everything it's, the Smile Team does is professional and looks gonna, great. It's going to look good, and you're going to hardly notice. All right. Um, in the studio today are the guys from Streamline Services. We are. Taking phone calls, 919-860-9783. You call right now, you get an answer to any question you want. Skip earlier called about his house, which is 40 years old. Now, you mentioned that there are some, there's some copper or maybe aluminum K, uh, electric wires. How far... How old does a house have to get for you to be really concerned about safety and electricity? Well, a brand new home. Really? A brand new home is where we are streamlining all about education and safety. So it doesn't matter if your home, a brand new home today is 10 years old, right? Yeah. So 10 years old today, we are going to go through that home, do a full evaluation of it, and make sure that everything there is up to current code, obviously, yeah. safe. And that the homeowner is educated. We encourage all of our customers or clients to actually walk around with us during all of these um, inspections. That way, if they have any questions right then and there, the answer can actually be given to them. All right. This, I'm going to ask a question that sometimes gets me a blank stare and a pause, but that's an instructive thing also. What do you think, Jerry, of the electrical uh, that's sometimes installed in people's homes? Is it always... 110% perfect. No, because we're all human. Okay. So we do have an electrical inspector that goes through each home when it's actually wired. We have plumbing inspectors when it's plumbed in. We have yep. uh, HVAC inspectors that go out there and take a look at the HVAC system. But the thing is, is that we're all human. Yeah. Anything can be missed. That is why when we go out to do our thorough inspections, when we're going to do an electrical inspection, we send an electrical expert out there that is only going to take a look at the entire electrical system. Because you may get a 
inspector to go out there. There's a multi-trade inspector. He's going to go out there and look at all three trades at one time. Really? Anything can be overlooked. And it's, it's not his fault. It's just we're all human. So we want that one particular expert to go out there and take a look at that one particular system. Now, sometimes on this show, we talk about the idea that somebody might sell their house in another couple of years. Mm -hmm. We get a lot. You get a lot. And people say, you know something? The HVAC, I've lost track how old that thing is. So should I have you guys coming out, taking a look at that? Well, Dave, you should have your HVAC system looked at twice a year. Really? Um, Yes, sir. Um, All the manufacturers that, you know, require that to keep warranties in effect on newer systems right but too they all recommend it and you know from an efficiency standpoint we come out we can clean those units up get them working you know whatever whatever the age is from it be six months old to 16 years old yeah. you want it working the best it can work for you yeah. so keeping them clean you know all we have a saying you know a clean machine is a happy machine you know if it can breathe you want that you want the coils clean you want the blower wheel clean you want yeah. you want that unit to be you want the ductwork is as, as neat as you can have it you know you want it tightened up sealed up you don't want to waste your money so we want to always make sure that we do that cuz that's going to take it's a it's a pretty large investment your home is probably the biggest investment you have right. and the HVAC system is one of the larger investments in a home so we want to make sure that it's taken care of the best it can be I had a guy put in an HVAC system before I met you, Charlie. Sorry. You know, it's just the way it worked out. But he's come put the thing in. I don't like the thermostat. Okay. Can it, Can a guy switch out a thermostat? Well, you can. Um, I always recommend uh, having oh, an expert do it. Oh, no, no. I'm not, I'm not me. Please believe me. I would never do that because I've seen what the thermostat setup looks like in there. How right. many pins are behind there? Oh, it, it depends on which type of system you have. It could be as as many as few as two and as many as as ten. Yeah, um, I saw ten. So, you know, I, yeah, we, you know, we can come out. Um, there are tons of different thermostats on the market now. Um, you know, Wi-Fi compatible thermostats, things you can connect to your smartphone, and you can like I can control my thermostat right now. For sitting here talking to you, I can turn the air conditioner Let's, off and make my wife mad. Go ahead and do that. Um, turn the no, heat off. No, I'm not doing that now. <laughs> <laughs> flick, flick the lights on and off. But yeah, that's certainly something, that, and that's something that we catch a lot of now. People yeah. are catching on to technology, and they like those types of things. And one, two, we can help with efficiency. Well, can I? Set it up so that it's going to kick on just a little bit before I get home. Absolutely. In the afternoon. Yes, sir. Yeah. There's tons of settings in thermostats now, and you can do it to where it's even with geofencing. So you can attach it to your smartphone. So when you leave home and you get a certain distance from home, it'll set the thermostat back. And then as you're coming home and you get a certain distance from home, it'll go ahead and kick your air conditioner or your heat on. Um, okay, that's so. weird. <laughs> I'm not yeah. sure I want that level of competency from my HVAC system. Well, it, it, you can pretty much get just about anything you want from it now. Really? Yes, sir. Okay. All right. So I can get – my problem is I hate seeing the dark lights on the dark screen. You know what I mean? The, like the LED. Oh, right. And, I, and I, I want to throw that whole thing off. But I know that i got to hire you. When I say can a guy switch it out, I mean can you. Oh, absolutely. Okay. As I always saying, just because you can doesn't mean you should. No, I did that. <laughs> I did that. I put on a new thermostat on the old system, I don't know, five, ten years ago. I've never seen so many little tiny pieces, little tiny screws, and i got to get them all right? That's ridiculous. Right. Don't, do, don't do that kind of thing. Even though you can buy it from Lowe's and whatever, just let these guys absolutely. figure it out. All right. 
We're here with Jerry Carnell, who's the electrician. You heard him talking about uh, safety in your home. Chad Woodworth is the plumbing expert. Charlie Agnew is the HVAC expert. And my phone lines are all open. 919-860-9783 is our telephone number at Making Your Home Great. This is Making Your Home Great. Today, Streamline Services in town. Jerry Carnell, the electrical expert. Chad Woodworth, the plumbing expert. And Charlie Agnew from the HVAC side. Here answering questions. We're going to pick up now with Leon uh, in Apex. How you doing, Leon? Welcome to the show. Yeah, well, thank you. Uh, I have a question for you, plumbing guest. Uh, yes. He was talking about tankless water heaters. We have an all-electric house, and I just want to know about the efficiency of an electric, uh, these electric uh, water heaters versus uh, having to put in a tank or whatever for gas for you. Sure. All right, hold on. Chad, what do you think? Yeah, so if you have natural gas to your home or the ability to get natural gas to your home, on average, what we see is um, a tankless is going to be about $190 a year to operate, and a tanked electric water heater is about $500 a year annually um, to operate. So there's substantial savings each year just in the operating cost of heat water. Is it possible for a home that does not have natural gas, is it possible to say whether it's an efficient thing to do an electric hot, instant hot water heater. It is. I'm going to let uh, Jerry, our electrical expert, answer this All one. All right, Jerry. So with an electric tankless hot water heater, A, depending on when the house was built, the size of the house, size of the service, a lot of you know your smaller homes are only built with a 100-amp service. Yeah. 100-amp service on an electric tankless water heater is, is not going to work. Um, you need at least two to three 40-amp circuits, depending on the size of the tankless. That's a smaller tankless yeah. to actually provide you with that hot water. So essentially what you're doing when you're turning the hot water on is running three ovens. Yeah. So your efficiencies, while the tankless is not on, is great. But when your tankless is running and providing you that hot water, not at all. Right. If you do not have natural gas or have the ability to get natural gas to your home, you are better off with a propane tankless. And Makes sense, Jay- Leon? Yeah, yeah, that would be putting in a tank, digging a hole, put a tank in the yard or whatever. Or you, yeah. yeah, you could you could do that or you could have a standalone um, uh, propane tank um, put out, you know, beside the home or however you wanted to do it. Okay, so how would this tankless water heater an electric compared to a regular water heater electric in cost. Okay, electric to electric. Electric tankless versus electric yeah. water heater? Yeah. So, yeah. so it, as far as your annual cost? Yes. Um, to be honest with you, your, your annual cost on a tankless, electric tankless water heater is going to be far greater, obviously, than a... Um, tanked style heater it's just because of the amount of power it actually draws every time you turn that tankless on it doesn't matter if you turn it on two to three times a day you got to figure two to three times a day you're turning that hot water heater on it's electric tankless of how long you're running that water for it to constantly keep heating like that it's 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 just not going to be very efficient while it's running for some things right it's not going to be the most efficient thing, and not apparently electric is not going to be 
most efficient for you, Leon? There are some great electric hybrid heaters mm-hmm. and heat pump that are yeah. way more efficient than a standard electric heater. Uh, so tankless isn't necessarily you know the the right solution for every home, right? Um, where you don't have natural gas or propane available, but there are some great electric water heaters that are very very efficient. Leon, thank you. Anything more? Been very good information. Hey, my my knock on wood. Mine mine has been running for over twenty years, so I I'm just asking the question. Wait a minute, you have an electric hot water heater, or as we learned to call it, a an electric water heater yes. that that has been running for twenty some odd years. Oh yes, we got some very pure water from the well. Apparently, yes, Leon, you are a lucky man. Right. It doesn't owe you a nickel when it does blow. You just call these guys, okay? All right. Well, thank they'll, you very much. They'll find a good one just like the last one. All right. James in Wake Forest. James, thank you very much. How you doing? Um, I'm doing um, real well. Um, the last caller just, just answered my uh, my question about uh, the tank list. Uh, I've got all, all electric, and I, I don't really want to switch over to uh, propane or, or anything. So uh, I'll probably stick with the uh, the water tank. James, thank you very much. Is there anything he can do for efficiency? He's got electric, so I assume he's heating the house. So with his efficiencies or or anybody with an electric water heater, you can put a timer on there. So throughout the day, if you're not home, um, you can actually set that timer to actually turn the water heater off during the times that you're not at home, like if you're going throughout the work day or anything like that, and then have it turn on just an hour before you actually come in. And that does improve your efficiency. It's going to help your efficiencies out. Yeah. Uh, because it's not running constantly throughout the day. Um, it would be just like having a, I don't want to say it's going to be just like having a tankless water heater because, you know, it's not going to give you that instant, you know, endless hot water. Right. But with having a timer on your uh, existing electric tank style water heater, you can actually turn the power off to it throughout the day and then have that timer set to where you are hour and a half from coming home. The water heater turns itself back on, starts heating the water. By the time that way, by the time you get home, you have hot water. And James, you have nothing but electric. You do not have any natural gas, and are not interested in propane. Am I correct? Uh, that's that's you are correct. All right, let's hey, talk James. About- yeah. One one thing I would uh, suggest if you're worried about the efficiency and you want to save money on uh, energy costs is to have one of our experts come out and take a look and see if one of those heat pump electric water heaters. Um, is feasible for your house. Uh, they are much, much more efficient than a standard electric heater. Uh, like I said, a tankless isn't the, the right solution for every single home, but there are some great electric-style heaters that are very, very efficient. Uh, okay. Oh, let me ask you, on uh, the timer switch, um, what, what does that cost, uh, the timer switch and in, installation on a Water tank. Just it, honestly, it depends. Uh, we'd actually have to take a look at it to see what it would actually take to put that timer in. Um, it just varies from heater to heater and location to location. Um, but we can definitely help you out with that issue if you'd like. Have one of our experts come out here and take a look at it for you. Uh, okay. All right. I, I appreciate it. Thanks for taking my, my call. James, thank you very much. Uh, last couple of minutes, you got a question. 919-860-9783 is our number. Gentlemen, we're in the 21st century. We really are. Our homes are smarter than, uh, in some cases, we are. And a smart home is possible for all three of your categories here. That, no kidding, we can set up 
You guys called it geofencing? Correct. My smartphone will tell my house when I'm close, and then what happens? So depending on what you have that geofencing set up for, because you can set it up for multiple things. You can yeah. set it up for your HVAC to turn on, turn off, however you want to do it. You can actually set it up within a mile radius of or a time frame where you're pulling in at night and you're coming home from a late flight. You had all your lights off. that The lights would turn on automatically so you're not coming into a – a dark home, uh, yeah. depending on the lights that you have, this actually, you know, uh, with the this, the package that you have. Um, the, the biggest thing is, is it's all safety now. You can actually use that as a safety device throughout the home. Um, but now, you know, used to you actually had to have the house built as a smart home. Right. Today you can make any house a smart home a lot cheaper than what you could have it built back in the day as far as a smart home. And when we say smart home, are we to the point of unlocking doors and things like that? Smart home, yes. You're at the point now where you can unlock a door. You can, like I said, turn the lights on and off. If you leave the home and you're 30 minutes down the road and you say, oh, man, I forgot to turn my lights off in my living room. Well, just go you know, right to your phone and turn the light off in the living room. And if it's going to be cold, I can go to the HVAC system Mm -hmm. and I can increase the temperature. Correct. Absolutely. Or I can tell the house and my phone that when I get within five miles of my house, I want the temperature at this. That's right. Yes? Correct. Yep. There are thermostats out there that will learn your patterns and will adjust automatically. Um, learn, you, learn when you come and go and make adjustments for you automatically to increase efficiency and, and do things like that. And a big thing too, Dave, for people with um, like maybe vacation properties that they don't—they're not at all the time. Yes, there are all kinds of safety things in there, like water sensors that if if they're if you can hook to the water line. So if you have a water a water pipe burst and there's a constant flow of water, it can send an alarm to your phone here, and you know, hey, I need to get somebody to that property to cut the water off. And I can check my tankless water heater output from my phone at work. Absolutely. And call that girl and tell her to cut that shower short. (laughs) Absolutely. I can do this. Yep. All right. This is a good thing. How can we do this? We can contact Streamline Services. Their uh, website is – I've got one of them lit up here. You guys have got another one that you wanted to talk about. Yes. You can find us on the internet at smileteamnow.com. Smileteamnow.com. And if you end up on a website that says streamlineplumbinginc.com, yeah, that's them. That's us. That's them. And then you see them along the highway with their with their uh, pretty colored um, uh, vans. Those are the guys, and that's the website you're going to see. Streamline services. We've got uh, Jerry Carnell. Last words from Jerry. What uh, What do you want us to do this season? This season, again, if you have any questions, I, I always tell all of our customers and clients. You know, a lot of people are scared to ask a question. You know, they're they're scared to they're, they're scared to know. They're scared of what type of answer somebody's going to give them. Yeah. Uh, with everybody that we deal with, we always tell all our clients and customers that no question is a dumb question. If 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 we have one of our experts out there and you have not been educated by the time we leave, then obviously we haven't done our job. Okay. That's very good. All right. Chad, from the plumbing side, you want me to come out? You want to you check my, uh, my, my, uh, my water? 
Yeah. Yeah, we like we like to send an expert out and just uh, like, like Jerry said, educate the homeowners, um, let them know everything um, is up to good working condition. Um, ask questions, talk to them, see if there's anything that we can do to make their home more comfortable, uh, more efficient. Um, just make sure everything's in good working order. And Charlie Agnew from HVAC side at Streamline, you just have to say hey. Hey, guys, just close right. to come out and provide you with that five-star experience. This is Making Your Home Great.